Make your decision when the pressure isn't on so that you can stick to it when the pressure is on. Yeah. And the one time you didn't do that, you learned yeah. how awful that felt. And it backed up what I already had felt. And so that's the thing is sometimes you allow that to happen. You cross those boundaries, you get uncomfortable and you're like, oh, I am okay with this. Like, let's go ahead and embrace this change and change how I thought I felt. But for me, that didn't happen. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hit record, guys. I hit record. Steve seems ecstatic to be here today. I really don't feel like <laughs> recording right now. Why? why not? I don't know. It's just nice outside, and I feel like that's why we're doing it earlier so yeah. you can just be done. It was such a relaxing morning. I didn't have to go to work. This Whoa. is going to be relaxing too. Sat on my patio, enjoyed some sunshine this morning. Good job in your nicely finished yard. It's no. Almost as nice as our yard. <laughs> our yard isn't finished either. <laughs> so I can make fun of you, but ours isn't done either. Jerk. I am such a jerk. <laughs> we have new recording equipment, guys. Yeah. I don't think Steve's excited about that either. It's weird. Now he actually has to sit at the table with us. I was just thinking of how I could arrange it so I could still sit in my comfy chair. I have that new plastic desk that you could set it on the desk and just sit in your chair I with just the need desk. one of those like... Booms. A boom, yes. I, I really look- would prefer that someone stand over me holding a boom, like <laughs> a fuzzy thing over the mic, you know, just holding it over my head. Yeah. Can somebody do that? Would somebody come hold the microphone for Steve while we record? No. No. <laughs> Matt's already ruled that out. There was something else I was just going to ask you in regards to all of that. You don't have to work today, so that's good. You get to take Penny after this. What, you what are you do? smiling about? I got a real, <laughs> I was just deciding if I should share this or not. I got a really funny grinder message this week. Oh, yeah? What was <laughs> it? Do you want to hear? It was yeah. a voice yeah. message, which is rare. People don't usually send a voice message. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay, so while you're looking that uh, up, I remembered what I was going to say. Okay. Somebody commented the other day when I posted that we got new equipment. They said, oh, good, because it sounds like Steve's in the other room. Really? <laughs> I'm like, well, he kind of is. <laughs> he separates himself from us. Doesn't sound that way. I don't, I don't think so either, but it was just funny. Did you find it? Yes. Okay. So this was a baseless profile that's 4,685 miles away. Okay, let's just get the first thing straight. I'm not going to send you a face pic, but I do have a question <laughs> in regards to where you live. So my friend is telling me that in Boys, Idaho, there's a bloody, there's a huge potato (laughs) which has been carved into a house. And apparently someone lives in the house, which is made out of a potato. Um, (laughs) Is it true? (laughs) I am so glad you And I responded, perhaps the strangest grinder message I've ever gotten. (laughs) So is the potato real or is the potato just a legend like we need to know it's pretty serious <laughs> this is pretty serious and i said wow it sounds serious 
we have like a twenty-five pound bet. On <laughs> <laughs> the stakes are pretty high here. Like that's a lot of money. So it turns out it's some guy in I don't even know, but in Manchester, England. That is so funny. He lost the bet because guess what, people? There is a ginormous potato that has been turned into an Airbnb. Yeah, just south of town. It used to be the potato that was on the back of the semi truck that would like drive around for Idaho's 100th anniversary Uh or whatever it was. And they retired it and created a newer, lighter weight potato because the other one was seven tons. Oh my gosh. Was it made out of concrete? I don't know what it was made of, but they donated it to some lady who builds tiny houses out on her property south of Boise. And you can rent it. It's an Airbnb. Okay, can we go stay there? Okay, but here's an even funnier thing. <laughs> Maybe we should go record out of it. it Let's is, go record it out of the potato. It is literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's off that one truck stop exit, like Simcoe Road. Or oh, something. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Towards Maybe. Mountain Home? Yeah. 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 And the other day when Penny and I were coming back from Twin Falls, or at least when I was coming back after dropping her off, there was major traffic backed up for miles, like a 45-minute delay. So I took that exit. And was going to go out around Gowan and come back that way, which yeah. really did not save me any time. Don't go that <laughs> route, people. It's a dirt road and it's 35 miles an hour and it was awful. But I drove right past the potato and it was literally the day after getting this message. So I laughed so hard when I actually ended did you up. Did you yeah, send him a I picture? I took a picture and sent it to him. But here's the funny thing. Right outside the potato, there is a little like vending machine thing with cow treats yeah and it says you're welcome to feed dolly the cow which i read and then i look up and off on the like clear off at the other end of the field there's this cow that turns up and looks at me and just like perks up and just starts (laughs) trotting her way towards me bells a jingling just comes right up i mean if she could talk she would have been like hey buddy so glad you came to see me (laughs) oh it's too funny that's hilarious Yeah. How big is the potato? Can we stay there? Like, would the three of us fit in the potato? Yeah, we'll have stay one there. bed, probably. And I Penny? Don't know, probably a double bed. I have some friends who stayed in it. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking into this after we get done recording today. And say hello to Dolly. Oh, that is hilarious. And she's even like a cute cow. She looks like a she's cartoon cute. cow. <laughs> and they're like a Daisy the cow or something. She looks like Daisy. Daisy. That is too funny. It's really funny that you found that right after he sent you that. Yeah. So anyway. Thanks for sharing that. That Stories (laughs) stories from Grindr. Stories from Grindr. That's Steve's next podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That would be a great podcast. I actually have a uh, a little thread with some friends called the best of Grindr. Oh dear. It's just the horrifying things that people... Say and send on Grinder. <laughs> Isn't that kind of with any dating app, though? Yeah. Isn't it like you get the crazies? And I mean, there's lots of normal people on dating apps too, but it really brings out a side of you that, yeah, is special. One of my friends, she's like, I don't know that I ever feel more excited than I do when I get the notification that someone is typing in the best of Grinder thread. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the bubbles yeah. that pop yeah, up, yeah. like someone's currently typing. She's like, <gasps> she just bubbles with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming next? So we, how do they come up with the name Grinder? I don't know. I'm just curious about that. I don't, I don't know. know, Matt. Why do you think maybe? No, it's just an odd name. <laughs> well, I don't even, what are you getting at? Grinding? Okay, Grinder? But, bumping but and is, grinding? Bumping and grinding? 
But is that a like? Does that relate? I don't know. To a dating app, Grinder. That's why I'm just curious. I'm like, it has to be an acronym for something because it's spelled weird too. Oh, how is it spelled? G R I N D R. That's how I would think it was spelled. G R I N D R. Not D E R D R. Oh, just D R. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking it would be a Y or something. I think that's yeah. What does it stand for? Did you find out for us? I just Googled it. We're just looking at Steve expectantly. (laughs) Not you're not going to share. No. We were talking actually to your cousin the other night about how the first form of social media was like driving your car on like the strip or like going out and just driving around because yeah. yeah. Because you could anonymously like yell at people and they have no idea who you are. You could anonymously like meet up in a parking lot and people would really have no clue who you were. So you Uh could kind of be whoever you wanted to be and drive away. Back then you couldn't immediately go find them on Facebook. On Facebook. And I was saying how funny it is too that like. Part of the status with that was the type of car you drive. The type of car you drive. Yeah. Like what are you posting? What kind of car are you driving? Like that's kind of an analogy Uh there. But it was funny too that I was thinking and I said, well. If that's true, then bumper stickers were like all of the people who like to fight on Facebook and on social media. <laughs> that's, their, that's their post. Yeah, that's their post. That's the way they're that's making their, their statements. Posts. Or toot their own horn. <laughs> yeah. T- <laughs> Literally. My, my student is an honor roll student at. Yeah, it's true. It's but kind of funny we to think about. Home, we were behind this, well, a car that had a stereotypical bunch. Subaru that had a million bumper stickers on the back. And Jessica goes, yeah, pretty sure they start fights on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody that has bumper stickers, because honestly, or drives I a Subaru. Yeah, I think they're fun, and we used to drive a Subaru. If that was you driving in front of Jessica, <laughs> please start a fight with her. But on I Facebook. think it's funny because people who are willing to make a statement in that way on a car are usually, you know, I feel like you'd be more likely to be willing to make a statement on. Facebook, social media. I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah. I'd like to, let's do some research on this. So, <laughs> let's not spend too much time. Oh, okay. Back when I was driving Uber and Lyft for a while, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and you're Veloster? No. I guess I did doing that for a little bit, but my story relates to my Mazda, my SUV. I put the uh, Boise Pride sticker on the side. Yeah. And. On the back window. On the, the side window, right by the side door. window. Oh, side yeah. window. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you see it when you're getting in the passenger door, which just. I didn't like strategically place it there. That's just where I decided to put it. But um, I was wondering why all of a sudden everyone knew I was gay and like wanted, <laughs> like the passengers wanted to know, like, you know, you know how it is when you're in a, a lift. So you're from around here? How long you lived in Boise? Which I think is so weird that people want to like chat and get to know their Uber driver. But then the conversation would always be like, Call yeah, my, my uncle's gay. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm happy for your uncle, I guess. Not sure why you felt the need to tell me that. They're trying to connect with you. Yes, but then I realized, I didn't even think about the fact that it's because they saw the sticker on my car when they were getting it. But it took me like two weeks or something that I was just like, why in the world Did is all of a sudden know. everyone wanting to connect with me on this gay level? Like, tell me about the gay people on in their this life. Or like, to like want to show me that they're that they love pro-gay or pro- <laughs> Okay, that they're an ally. Okay. <laughs> I'm <Hey>. pro gay. <laughs> but obviously it was a sticker, but it just made me laugh when I realized. That is duh. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wearing a shirt right now, and it's one of my favorite t shirts that says Love is Love. 
partially I just love how it fits and I do like the shirt as well. But I always wonder, especially now that my head's shaved, like how many people think I'm a lesbian? Lots. <laughs> Probably <laughs> because I'm wearing like, especially when I wear this shirt that it like sends a message. And I feel like that's so stereotypical, but it is something that always goes through well, my head. Even- my head. <laughs> You're, my head okay <laughs> even before you shaved your head i think you you could have you could have, could, given you could have off passed that as a lesbian well i know that people I, i've always town with her and she has a shirt and they probably think oh what a cute trans man <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> what maybe maybe i have no idea maybe we're just speculating here who knows i've always figured that people often make the assumption that i might yeah. be gay which I've always been fine with. People in junior high and high school, Matt's laughing at themselves. No, I'm laughing at Steve because I always know when I kind of sort of cross a line with Steve. That it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> You're like, Matt, really, did you go there? Just the things you choose to joke about sometimes. <laughs> Matt likes to get people uncomfortable. To see I what know. Happens. It's not that he legit feels that way or is like... I'm just trying to test the waters. Yeah, or like he's trying to be rude I'm or to anything. Things out in my own head, yeah. really. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways. How I'm? Yeah. What was I just talking about? Oh, people used to tell me in junior high and high school that that I reminded them of Ellen, mm-hmm. and I always took that as a compliment because I, I thought that. she was so awesome. Ellen's awesome. She is awesome. I mean, that woman, her strength and courage just always impresses me. All right, so I'm going to share one of the, my highlights of this week. Okay. I had my first live lesson, which is I got on and people registered and they came and listened to me talk about living a bold life and taking back your sense of self. So how to take bold action in order to reclaim your sense of self. And it was so great, you guys. Why was it so great? It was so fun. And then afterwards, the comments and the feedback I received, it was just super humbling to know that I was that I'm doing the right thing and that I'm helping other people be able to live their truth as well. How many people were on it? So we had just like 20 people signed up, which is about what I would figured. And they always say like that's awesome. Yeah. They always say expect like 40% to actually show up. Yeah. So it was really cool. And there will be another one actually coming pretty soon after. So you had eight people shine up or eight people showed up. Showed up and were engaged. Yeah. Mm. Commenting. And just awesome feedback. So it was really cool. Cool. Yeah. It was fun. Were you nervous about this? Oh, my gosh. I was texting Matt beforehand. And I'm like, (laughs) I am so freaked out right now. I can't stop burping. Burping? I I have never had that reaction before when I've gotten nervous. 15 minutes until, you know. Until it starts. And I can't stop burping. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm getting on a Zoom call. Like, I can't. It went away. why? I'm sure it was. And then I had like something you ate. It was just nerves? No. So I was going upstairs to drink a soda and realized I had been burping for like five minutes because I wanted to get some caffeine in me to make sure I was like uh-huh. excited and had some energy for it because I'd been sick all week. And on the way up, I'm like, I can't drink a soda. I keep belching. And then I told Penny and she's like, it's because you're nervous. And I was like, oh, it totally is. because I was nervous. But it stopped as soon as I realized people could sign on and that people were showing up, it went away and I was fine. Mm. Then I was just excited. So yeah, we're going to have another live lesson coming up. So if you're interested in getting on that, go to the link in our bio and I will have that all set up for you. Link in the show notes. That's where it is. Same topic, same kind of... I'm going to do the same topic, I think, or something kind of similar. 
And we will have another Be Bold course starting probably in like four weeks. We're in the middle of one right now. Yeah, if you could, I know it's recorded. If you could send that to both Steve and I so we can watch it. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be super helpful for both him and I. You guys can watch it sure. double speed when you rewatch it. So then you don't have to. It's only half an hour then. Sweet. <laughs> I always feel bad like you guys going and watching me do stuff because it's like extra time. Is that weird? Yeah. Why is that? Why do I feel that way? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because you guys know me so well. So I feel like it's, I don't know. Anyways. Ugh, we've already heard this like 15 times yeah. from her. Jessica, shut up. We know. No, I think it's awesome what you're doing. Well, thanks. It was really cool. That was one of my favorite moments this week. And I, it took me so long to prepare for that. And there are still things that I will do to prepare for the next one to make it even better. But it was really cool. All right. What are we sharing today? What are we talking about? So we're going to talk about sleepovers is honestly kind of the main thing. How is that on our list? <laughs> sleepovers. Yeah. Steve, before we move on, though, did you want to talk about the Ellie Golding concert you went to that <laughs> April? <laughs> what? No, I don't know why that ended Wait, up on the timeline. Is, what, what year is this? This is 2014. 2014. Ellie Golding was where, Steve? Here in Boise at the Revolution Center. Boise Revolutions. No, but I'm, obviously... I'm glad you're taking notes, Matt. <laughs> so why I don't this... really remember why that ended yeah. up on our timeline. Why it was, was this so impactful? For it was like life? it was a really <laughs> no. Just say it. It was like the first concert that I like. We're giddy about. I don't know. I just like really like enthralled with her concert. Just really moved by her music and the experience, and it kind of turned me on to live music because like i freaking love music festivals and concerts oh, yeah. and yeah we're aware raves you and have, whatever you have the boise music so, or what is it so this was a moment that you realized how much joy that brought you yeah i think that was like the first first one i can think of do you think that was because you had more fully embraced who you were in that moment so, and definitely. so then it was like oh it's okay for me to enjoy these concerts and go do this this Probably. is okay so then this is a big turning point in steve's life it's funny i never really thought through why it really is. You yeah. told me it was a big deal when you yeah. wrote it down. You were like, I know it sounds stupid, but it was such a great concert. <laughs> but usually when you feel that way about an event, it's it's more about the emotion behind it that you're feeling than just right. the event itself. It was just incredible energy and just like a really positive experience. Plus, she was wearing the coolest freaking outfit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Big old platform shoes, not heels, just like really tall shoes. Uh-huh. And like this crisscross thing across her chest that you would have thought was entirely inappropriate, probably. <laughs> There's a lot of lower cleavage. <laughs> on, but, I, th- I, th- I would think that's fine. On stage, it's one thing, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just loved her whole <laughs> her whole performance and the energy. and did you It go, did something did for me. Did you go to this concert with anybody? Or is it just yourself? You can't remember. I think I went with... What's his name? We gave him a name Mark. last week. Mark. Mark. <laughs> I think I was with Mark, yeah. That would make sense. You were dating him during this time, so. Actually, yes, I was with Mark. And. That probably made it fun, too, because Mark's a dancer. And he won some serious points that night, now that I think about it, because the one thing I will say about Mark is dating him, he was really good at, like, picking up on some little thing that I would just, like, mention in passing, and he would, like, log that away and make it happen. That's So at some point, we're, you know, this, this. Venue is packed to the gills, and I just made like 
the comment that, man, I wish we were closer. But we couldn't get there. It was packed. I was like, God, oh, we should have come sooner so we could be closer. And he just like was determined to get us front and center. And he did. Like he almost got in a freaking fight at one point because <laughs> someone was ready to punch us in the face for like sneaking in front of him. But he got us clear up front and center. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So he made an effort to pay attention to what it was you were excited about and try to help. Even though I was just things. like, hey, we don't actually have to like, let's just stay here. It's fine. He's like, no. I'm getting you to the front of that stage, <laughs> the front of the room. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Props to Mark. Good job, Mark. Way to be a good boyfriend. Did you have anything from your notes that you wanted to say, Matt? Uh, no, I think that's it. He <laughs> <laughs> wrote down the year and, and the location. Yeah, yeah Ellie Golding. <laughs> Why are you taking notes on this? <laughs> He has random notes. Yeah, Sometimes he likes to go back, like when he thinks of a question, he'll write it down while we're yeah. talking so he can go back to it, which is a good idea. But <laughs> I don't know if this concert is pertinent to that. <laughs> so one of the fun things we did during this time is... Ooh, let's talk about it. <laughs> Matt and I, this was in our first home, which always makes me laugh. I don't know why thinking back to that house. I don't know. Good Thinking memories. Back to that house makes you laugh. <laughs> yes, it was kind of a random little house. I love that house. I know it's you a great did. House. It was awesome. And like the best little part of Boise. Yeah. Location, but I was just thinking location, about location. <laughs> thinking about us in the backyard. We had over. Okay, so we had Hank and Sarah's step siblings over. Yeah. And their half sister. Yep. And so all of them. So that's three other kids. So they have two stepsisters. And a half sister. And and we got together with them fairly often and we still do, especially with the stepsisters. But I remember it was one of the first times we had them all over and they all came over. We invited them over for a spaghetti dinner, but you could not use your hands. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't there, but I remember you guys doing it and I we remember had hear, bread, hearing Penny rave about it. Bread, broccoli, drinks. So we put them in... Garbage. Trash bags. So we, yeah, we put their heads through trash bags. We had them, you know, we put the trash bag over. So they couldn't even use their hands. Yeah. Yeah, they had no, no use of their hands. <laughs> and so they, yeah, and they would eat spaghetti with and sauce bread and, and yeah, meatballs I mean... and <laughs> bread and salad and what else oh, was there? It was, was there so jello? Funny. No. Oh. I don't do jello. Well, Penny thought it was the bomb. It was Just digging so in their face. fun. That again. We really should do that again. They would still be into that. I feel like that's something any age kids can have fun with, unless they really it. don't and like adults. getting dirty. Yeah. We also, I remember the youngest, like she was not into it, and it made me laugh because I figured, yeah, I figured yeah. the littlest one would be the most excited, you know, to dig in with just her face. No. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. She was tiny at the time. She was probably four. Was she? No, no, no. no. She would have been younger because yeah, younger. Penny. Yeah. Was only four. She was like three. Yeah. You know, it's funny. In my mind, she still is a baby that's like barely learning to talk. Yeah. She's in like third <laughs> Just because grade. because I haven't seen her since. Third or fourth About grade. About that time frame. Yeah. That's crazy. But that was I a really fun night. And all of the kids stayed over that night, slept over. Yeah. I don't know if you want to share this or not, Matt, but I always thought it was so funny that she, at her tiny little age... Would oh, call yeah. You, would call you dad. She always yeah. called Matt dad. <laughs> because her siblings did. And right? we always tried to correct her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, this is Matt, your ex-wife's 
child with her new husband. Right. Yeah. This is Anne and Jack's, and Jack's wife. baby. <laughs> and this Jack's is baby. this is the baby that Anne was pregnant with even before we were divorced. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. But to her, like you well, were, you know, her two calling... older siblings uh-huh. were calling you dad, so yeah. she did too. It was very cute. It's a very common thing. Yeah, I it remember is. going to it like never bothered me really. It's... No. We always tried to make sure, you know, that we acknowledged that it was Matt and not her dad because we did not want to make anybody feel bad or think that we were trying to like manipulate or <laughs> push that something. yeah yeah but yeah i forgot about that she always called him dad yep <laughs> <laughs> not anymore now she's got it straight yeah she <laughs> but, calls me matt <laughs> but that was the beginning of i mean she stayed the night at our house several times yeah and i remember one night this was so cute i could hear her up there getting out of bed. I'm like, what is going on? And I go up and I hear her run back to her bed because she can hear me coming and she (laughs) jumps into the bed and she's laying there when I walk in and she's got Penny's shoes on. (laughs) She's in bed. It was so cute. I was laughing so So hard. So she had gotten out of bed to try on Penny's shoes? She was trying on Penny's shoes. (laughs) Playing in the closet to see which shoes fit. How funny. (laughs) It was so funny. Is this why you're talking about sleepovers? Because of this sleepover? So no. So that was just a fun moment that we had. And one of the things the I like spaghetti feed was the first time we we'd had all of these kids together yeah. mm-hmm. and that we had welcomed all of these sides, I feel like, really into our home. And it was just kind of fun to see and experience and to be able to do that. Um, and it's something I'm grateful that we still do to this day. Like we still have their stepsisters over or Sarah goes over to their house and whatever. Yeah. And and it's good. But um Right after this, we went over to Anne's house for Sarah's birthday. And it was like a few weeks after her birthday and they had like a little spa day at her house. And so these all these girls had just slept over at my house. And as we're getting ready to leave, they wanted Penny to stay the night. And I have a very strict mm. no sleepover policy. And that includes, I mean, cousins... That's okay. But you're you're okay with sleepovers at our own house. I'm okay if people want to sleep over at our house. Like that's fine with me. But very like not Penny knows she will not sleep over at other people's houses. And you and I have talked about this a lot, Steve. Right. Well, you like made this clear before we even had a kid. So here's yeah. here's you you felt very passionately about yeah. our sh- our children will not be sleeping at anyone else's house. Yeah. Explain why. I've just heard too many stories of Things that happen at sleepovers. And honestly, when I went to like, I didn't actually sleep over at any kids' houses because that was a rule that my parents had for me growing up. But even- I slept over my friends' houses all the time. (laughs) I'm sure you did. And it was awesome. But then getting towards, I mean, I would stay to like midnight or whatever and things would start happening that I'm like, I'm not really comfortable in this situation. I don't really want to be here. And so I was always fine that I had to leave. Like it, there was one I remember I threw a huge fit, but that was like the first time. And then after that, I realized I didn't care. But then you just hear you, so many people with, oh, well, this happened when I was a sleepover, you know, so-and-so's dad Someone's or brother uncle or, or brother or whatever, or even friend or the somebody, other kids or, the other yeah. kids. Yeah. That something happens or you get pressured into doing something that you want to do or yeah, all of those things. And I'm just like, I'm not going to put her in that situation it's my job to protect my kid, and that's one of the things that I stand by. Fiercely. So here's here's the interesting thing with the whole sleepover concept, right? 
Anne and I, at the beginning of our marriage, we talked about the same topic of, hey, are we going to allow our kids to do sleepovers? And we came to the conclusion that we were not. Yeah. So we too had this, the thought of, hey, we're not going to be allowing our kids to do sleepovers because you can't control what's going on at other people's homes. Somebody else's house. But the interesting thing is, is like that has totally been thrown out the window. Yeah. By you or by her? By, well, it was first her. And all of a sudden we heard the kids are sleeping over at people's houses and we're like, oh, I guess that's done. So, yeah. yeah. And then I think Matt, just to not feel like he's being a jerk, has now allowed it. Yeah. But I've made it clear to Penny, she still doesn't get to. (laughs) Um, So where were you going with this story, though? Did you want to finish it, Jessica? So I let Penny sleep over that night. And it was interesting reading in my journal. And Steve, do you remember this? I I told him a ways afterwards yeah. because I was so mortified by the fact I did it. So I let people. I remember. I remember pretty intense work. I was literally. I just felt so much shame. Is probably the best way to put it about the fact that I had caved on something because other people were pressuring me into it that I knew I was not but it was with okay her step, with her stepbrother and stepsister. Yeah, but. Or her She's not related the to their parents. Right. And it was a rocky relationship at that point. But I was hoping, I know I know the thought process that I went through of like, I'm really trying to make things better in this relationship. I want to show that I trust them. Like all of these things to justify this. And as soon as Matt and I left their house, I just felt like sick. Like I almost made Matt turn around partway home to go get her because I just felt horrible about it. And partially... Because I do not like letting other people, like the opinions of other people, determine how I'm going to show up. And I also just knew this was something I felt so strongly about, about not letting my daughter sleep over. But it was like this weird territory. You're right, because it is her stepbrother and stepsister who stay at our house all the time. Right. So. I mean, there are some other variables there. Yeah. It's that lack of control of the situation. Not that I have to be in control of every situation, but- there are things I can't control, and that was one of them. Right. I can control where my daughter sleeps and who has access to her during the night. So, yeah. Steve, what are you thinking? I just think it's an interesting takeaway that you learned there about sticking to your guns even when there's pressure. Yeah. We went back the next morning to pick her up as soon as we could. <laughs> and like written in my journal, I have this whole thing of, I hope that I can convey to my daughter of the reason that I won't do this again. And that mm, yeah, she you'd can, open that door with her now. Yeah. That she can beg and scream and yell at me all she wants, but I will never allow it is because of this feeling I had of how sick it made me that I had just done that and how uncomfortable it made me feel. And that That is what I trust. That is what I'm going to trust. That is what I'm going to follow in how I raise her. If I do not feel good about it, then I'm going to trust that. And opening that door of likewise to her that if she feels that way about something, I'm going to respect that. Right. Like even if it's something I really want her to do, if she doesn't feel good about it, and this has happened several times where she's come to me. very recently, last week. (laughs) She'll come to me in tears about something and I'm like, that is fine, you don't have to go. And do you remember when she did this, when she was supposed to go camping with your parents, Matt? And she came downstairs like a while after she had gone to bed and she was little, like we were still in that first house. Yeah. And she said, I just don't feel comfortable. (laughs) I think she told me, 
I prayed and Jesus told me that I don't want to go or something along those lines of, but that was her like translating how she feels of this feeling that she didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Something was telling her that, that she wanted to stay home and that was okay. And I said, Penny, that's, that's fine. I want you to trust those feelings that if you feel uncomfortable, it's a situation you'd probably be fine in, but if you don't feel comfortable, don't go. Anyways. She's such a homebody. She's very much a homebody. And it does stress her out when there's something, even if it's a fun thing coming up, that's going to have her away from home. It stresses her out. I was very much this way too, though. Let's talk through this because there's going to be a lot of our listeners who are going to be on the other side of the the spectrum of the opinion of, hey, we're okay with sleepovers. Oh, of course. My parents were totally fine with sleepovers. I mean, I never got into a lot of trouble with a sleepover. Sure, we had fun. But again, that goes to like, hey, this is your decision. And I, I don't know. I just don't want it to come off preachy. Right. <laughs> no, I totally think this is everybody's personal opinion. This is my opinion. This is how I feel. And I very, feel very strongly about it for Obviously. my daughter. Obviously. And that's fine. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But I mean, to each his own. I have, I mean, my nieces and nephews go stay the night at people's houses and stuff. And that's fine. That's their prerogative. This is just mine. It doesn't change how I feel about anybody or, yeah. My point is that if you feel strongly about something and uncomfortable about a situation, you trust your gut and listen to that and show up how it feels right for you to show up. They're both just sitting there nodding. I'm their nodding. Heads at me. Okay, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Why? You can say I- something. <laughs> Oh, I, I think the point is not about sleepovers. The point no. is the lesson behind it of no. right. stay, stay true yeah. to who you are and, yeah, stay and true stick to, to the decision. Beliefs. Yeah, make you know make your decision when the pressure isn't on, so that you can stick to it when the pressure is on. Yeah, and, and the one time you didn't do that, you learned. Yeah, how awful that felt. Yes, and yep. it backed up what I already had felt. And so that's the thing is sometimes you allow that to happen. You cross those boundaries. You get uncomfortable, and you're like, oh. I am okay with this. Like, let's go ahead and embrace this change and change how I thought I felt. But for me, that didn't happen. <laughs> and in it does go both ways. In particular this particular situation. situation. Yes. Yeah. In this situation, it was something I was not okay with. And literally, I was just a mess, like, all night. So, on the topic of sleepovers, <laughs> I was that kid who... As soon as it was time to actually go to bed, would start crying and call my mom. (laughs) (laughs) See, Penny gets it from both Uh, of us then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I attempted many a sleepover, but I don't don't know that I actually lasted or made it through very many without a phone call to mom to get picked up in tears. (laughs) I rarely made them through like at my cousin's house. I could sleep at my grandma's and that was about it. And that's kind of how Penny is. She can stay at her grandma's and that's about it. She does well at your siblings' houses, Steve. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I think she's made herself so that she has to be okay in that situation. Yeah. But most what do you, of the time. What do you mean by that? Like she wants to have fun enough to go be with the cousins enough that she knows that the sleepover goes with that. But she is funny when it's time for bed. She falls apart. She's just like. <laughs> like this last... Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Like. Can everyone just please stop talking and turn off the lights so I can sleep? (laughs) (laughs) She very much just wants to go to bed. You guys, it's late and we should be sleeping. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's that kid. So you don't really want her to sleep over at your kid's house anyways. <laughs> yeah. Penny and Daddy, I told him that I just really wanted to go to bed, but they wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Penny and Sarah tried to have a sleepover in our living room last night because Hank's gone. And so they had free reign of the house. So they were sleeping over in the basement and we hear them at like 10, 1030. Both of them sneak back up into their bedrooms and go to bed in their beds. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, I would have too. Their beds are way more comfortable than those pads they were sleeping oh, on funny. in the basement. <laughs> yep. Matt's like, did you tell them they could go sleep in their beds? I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't care where they sleep. Tell them it was up to them. <laughs> they had the good parts. Fun until the fun's over. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> then you just want to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of those moments. Of reminding me that one of the things that I did I didn't like about sleepovers at friends' houses was waking up in the morning and trying to figure out: Am I going to eat breakfast here, or am I going to go home and eat breakfast, or do they have good cereal here? Can I eat breakfast here and (laughs) breakfast at home? Exactly. It's like be honest, Matt. That's what you were thinking. Yeah, the awkward, you know, thought process of that. Of (laughs) did you want to eat breakfast at their house or not? Yeah. I'm going through that. <laughs> Who knows? But what about you probably ate dinner at their house the night before. Is dinner different than breakfast? Yeah. Matt? Why? Because <laughs> usually the dinner is, it's like your friend asks, hey, do you want to eat dinner with us? Mm. And so it's more parents, of a choice. Yeah. And then in the morning, there's no ask. It's like. Obligation. I, yeah. I didn't ask my parents if you could eat breakfast with us. <laughs> you know, and so yeah, it was just that awkward of not knowing if that's okay. <laughs> Why is that so funny I don't to know. me? It's funny. Were you so you were allowed to sleep over as a kid? I guess so. Yeah, I did. Interesting, but then you didn't. Yep. Yes, <laughs> I did not. Steve likes to whisper. To <laughs> Just feeling quiet today. Cut me some slack. Why are you feeling okay. quiet? I don't know. Because he's relaxing. Yeah. He needs a break, man. Yeah, we all do. You've been stressed. Matt is feeling the same. Mm. You guys both look like zombies. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to book the potato for Friday. And have a sleepover. <laughs> and have a sleepover. <laughs> but um, you guys have to take all of Friday off. That's the deal, is so you can actually relax. I'm already we can fully experience the potato. Trying to plan I don't know if there's much taking to do Wednesday the off. There's nothing oh, there. Oh, that's right. Matt's taking Wednesday off. It's literally a ginormous potato in the middle of a field. And a cow. And a cow. <laughs> Daisy. You can only feed Daisy so many snacks, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she can pack them away. Maybe but... we should rent it and then just go stay there for like a few hours. <laughs> Maybe we should just not rent it. <laughs> I'm going to look into how much it's going to cost to rent it. And then we're going to send you on your dream vacation, Steve, to the potato house with Penny. You and Penny can have sleepover. (laughs) That would actually be really fun. But I thought the same thing. Like, this would be fun for, like, come here and have a picnic dinner. I don't know that I actually want to sleep in the potato or stay. Let's look at the inside when we get on Airbnb. Can I rent the potato by the hour? (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole nother thing, Steve. I don't think the potato rents that way. (laughs) It's not encouraging that kind of business. Right. All right. Well, we'll let you know more about the potato. Yeah. And our sleepover, if we have a sleepover. <laughs> Steve's not looking stoked about that. I'm not into yeah, it. neither am I. <laughs> you guys. Enjoy your sleepover, Jessica. Yeah. Penny and I will go stay at the potato. 
Okay, bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right, now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.